0: Hi Fat Molly, it's Sophie. We aren't releasing a new episode of SAF this week as originally planned as the start of our new COVID season. Rather than putting new content into your feeds, we are going instead to be sharing a list of resources to help support the fight against racist, violent police brutality. We're also going to share some work by Fat Black writers exposing how intertwined fatphobia and anti-black racism are. The pods position and the truth is that fat liberation cannot occur without black liberation. So be sure to check out our show notes for some resources. You can also check out our Instagram and our Twitter for not only resources and places to donate, but also shout outs to other black run podcasts and businesses and organizations. Um, And You can check out my personal social as well if you need some more resources. I hope everyone is both contributing to the fight and staying safe yourselves. So first I'd like to read a quote from Deshaun Harrison, who is a writer and organizer. The cultural commitment to thinness is rooted in anti-blackness. There is no anti-fatness without the creation of hate for blackness as a race and identity. To this point, white and non-black people of color must understand that to free our bodies from this dire commitment to thinness, We must first start with a commitment to the undoing of anti-blackness and desirability politics. And now I'd like to read from a longer piece, How Mainstream Body Positivity Has Failed Us by Sharonda J. Brown for the Wear Your Voice magazine. And of course, link is in the show notes body positivity is simply not doing enough if it does not acknowledge and actively contend with the dehumanizing body terrorism we experience which is rooted in white supremacy and a police state that demands obedience adherence and alignment without dissent white supremacy's concept of humanity provides a standard to which all bodies are compared in order to determine their value A standard which dictates that a human body should have the appropriate number of limbs and digits that are used in appropriate ways, the ability to see and hear and speak and think clearly, legs and feet that are used for walking and running, and proportionate height and weight according to white Euro-American beauty and body image standards. It subscribes to patriarchal heterosexuality and aligns with the gender binary in performance and desire and has gender appropriate genitalia that is functional. According to this standard, the human body is not a constructed thing, it emerges from the womb as a whole being and exists in its whole form for the entirety of its life and exists to serve the interests of the capitalist state. Humans exist for the reproduction of more humans who do not criticize the state because illuminating its destructive and discriminative machinations would challenge the system which allows it to maintain its power. Existing in bodies that do not meet a white supremacist standard, bodies that are not white, thin, fit, cis, straight, neurotypical, normative in its abilities and composition, has a tangible impact on people's lives. Having non-normative bodies puts us at greater risk for socially sanctioned abuse, state violence, hate crimes, and wrongful death. It's about so much more than just low self-esteem or shame. But these are the dominant themes we see present in mainstream body positive media. This not only places the onus on us to correct our perception of ourselves, but it also ignores the systems that actively marginalize our bodies and how they are maintained through white supremacy, and it conveniently ignores how much dehumanization is an integral part of this. Okay, this is another quote from later in the piece that I saved for last. I want to you all to hear this as a challenge, and if any listeners who are white need someone to kind of hold their hand along this, DM me on Instagram and I will do my best to send you some resources to help you on your journey to fight against white supremacy. Okay, here's the quote. I challenge us to see the usefulness in our rage. Our rage is palpable and it is righteous, an appropriate response to the systemic oppressions, institutionalized racism, and state-sanctioned violences that are disproportionately deployed against those with non-normative bodies. And we should use the concept of body positivity to direct that rage exactly where it needs to go. Okay, y'all hear that? I hope everyone is staying safe. And protesters, please reach out if there's any other resources that um, you found useful that you want us to share. Black Lives Matter. Say their names. Bye.